episode 108 of the plus one player podcast i'm one of your hosts steve and this week i'm joined once again by the empress of stardew valley christine herself hello christine how are you hey steve i'm good how are you i'm doing great we got the holidays right around the corner good energy and a lot of fun things to talk about and guess what folks we're joined by the man who's happy to be here we're happy to have him during the holiday season no less he made time out of his busy schedule he's here it's maddo how are you doing this fine evening, Matt O? Damn right I made time. <laughs> I took Jesus. this whole week off just to be ready. Just to be ready for this night for this so we can talk moment. about games <laughs> together. <laughs> I needed a whole week. I don't blame you because the topic we have tonight, it's it's pretty, it's meaty, they would say. I think folks out there would be like, that's a meaty topic. If they heard about this topic, that's the first thing that would come to mind. Because end of the year... We got to do what we did last year. We're going to make our top 10 of 2019. So it's going to be the decisive top 10 games list of 2019. So once this is set in stone, that's it. There are all the other top 10 lists are just just throw them out the window because this don't is the one. Don't worry about IGN. They suck. So it's yeah. Don't worry about any of those other ones. This is the one. <laughs> it's all here. But before we get into that, we do have a couple voicemails from our lovely listeners. So we'll play some of those. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun episode. 108. We got, like I said, we all celebrate Christmas, so that's right around the corner for us. And then New Year's after that. So we got two more episodes before the year is done. So we got this one coming out Christmas week. So for all you listeners out there, whatever you celebrate, we hope you have a great holiday next week. Because they're all happening next week. We got Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, Festivus. It's all going down. So everything's going on next week. We hope you have a great holiday, whatever you may celebrate. Celebrate it with family, friends, and maybe some strangers. Maybe make new friends. Who knows? It could be a, a miracle, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have holiday. any miracles on the holidays. <laughs> holiday <laughs> miracle, making new friends. Wow, exactly. that would be a miracle. You know what's a good way? You know what's a great way to make friends, actually? What if is? You come join our Discord. Hello? That is a great way to do it. In the holiday spirit, you can join the Discord, make some new friends, and squad up with us. We get all types of games being playing, so come on and join that Discord. It'll be a fun time. But do you guys have any uh, big holiday plans next week? We're coming to my house for dinner for Christmas Eve, and then we're going to Matt's house for dinner Christmas Day. Nice. Um, we have friend group Secret Santa on the 29th, 28th, um, and New Year's party on New Year's, but otherwise it's just pretty chill. What about you? Very nice. So I got Christmas Eve at my sister's and then Christmas Day going to my cousins, which I'm excited. We haven't we haven't got together with the cousins in a little bit, so this will be a good time. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And then on the 28th, Manny's coming to town and oh! we're going to check out the Mighty Mighty Boston's at the House of Blues. So I'm oh, looking nice. forward to that. It's going to be a good time. And then we... So every year that we've lived together, me and my roommates, uh, so this will be the fourth year, we throw a New Year's party. So this is actually going to be the last year we're all living together because when this lease is up, we're all going to have to kind of go our own separate ways for, you know, various reasons. Nothing bad. It's just it's it's time yeah. to to go out on our own. But yeah. this will be our last New Year's party. But it's going to be, of course, because it's 2020. It's a roaring 20s party. I'm very oh, excited. That's so mm. cool. That's yeah. awesome. It'll be a good time. Looking forward to that. So a lot of fun planned over the next couple of weeks. But 
we have a lot of fun planned tonight. So let's hop into episode 108. The first thing we want to get into, of course, like I said, is those voicemails. So the first one we have is from our good friend Liz. So let's hear what Liz has to say. Hey guys, it's Liz, aka Binary Digit, and I just wanted to call to say what I'm thankful for, since it didn't go through last time. Um, I'm grateful for the community you guys have built over the last year and some some months, a year and a half I've been a part of it. And uh, yeah, I got to meet a bunch of you earlier this year. We've had amazing laughs, uh, amazing time playing games together. And yeah, I just wanted to say I'm grateful for you all and love everyone. And I hope that everyone has a really great holiday season and a kick-ass 2020. Well, thank you, Liz. We hope that you have a great holiday season and a kick-ass 2020 as well. And thank you so much for always hanging out with us. Yeah. Yes. Kick much love, Liz. in the ass. Let's just kick it <laughs> no. right in its ass. Fucking right in the kill tuchus. this year. <laughs> <laughs> Murder it! Yeah! Oh, man, a lot of 2020 energy going on here. <laughs> but thanks again, Liz. We, we love hanging out with you. And thank you so much for giving us a call. Really appreciate it. And much so next... Love. This is, you know, he's a he's a repeat caller. We love hearing from him. It's our good friend, the nerdy teacher, Jeremy. So let's hear what Jeremy has to say tonight. Hey, Plus One Player. It's Jeremy, the nerdy teacher again. And I just wanted to give you a couple things in gaming that I'm thankful for. Uh, the first thing I'm thankful for is the Nintendo Switch. And that's because it was really awkward being a Nintendo fan in the Wii U era. Because there was all these <laughs> great games that nobody was playing. So I'm actually grateful for all those Switch ports so that the world at large finally knows how awesome Splatoon is and Mario Kart and Mario Maker. The list just goes on. And uh, I'm especially grateful for the portability of the Switch because before this console, being a gamer was largely an exclusionary experience. I'd put on my thick gamer headphones, and to the rest of the household, I was largely unapproachable. But now I can lay back in bed with my wife, and while she putters around on Instagram, I can be right next to her playing Wolfenstein 2, and that's actually really huge. Um, but more importantly, I'm thankful for Plus One Player. Uh, Omber Gaming started up during a time in my life in which I didn't exactly have a surplus of friends and uh, even less people I could talk to about gaming. So... For a while, I tried Reddit, and I actually kind of became, you know, low-key famous. That might be an exaggeration, but I, I had a lot of karma <laughs> on that site. And uh, then I made one ill-fated post in which I suggested that maybe more Nintendo games should be supported through microtransactions. And my karma plummeted. The stream of hate was relentless for days, and some people even started angrily retweeting my post to game developers as like this example of everything that's wrong with consumers today. So I, I deleted my account and I walked away feeling kind of battered by the whole next thing. And the very next morning, you guys played one of my voicemails. And I can't tell you how much it meant to me at the time that you made my voice feel welcomed and valued. And it's really just a great thing you guys are doing. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed my voicemail as much as I've enjoyed making it for you. And as always, wherever you guys are, wherever you're listening from, I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you all very soon. Oh, my God. I love Jeremy. Jeremy, Changing thank lives. you so much, man. That is that that truly means more than I think you could ever know mm. when, we, when we hear that, you know, not only have you all kind of taken us into your lives, but like the, the impact we have, it is a humbling thing to hear. And we really appreciate you being a part of the community. We love your voicemails, love your input. 
and yeah, there's a lot to be thankful for within this community, and uh, happy that you're one of the, the the wonderful members of it. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I agree, the Switch is something very to be thankful for because let's be real, he's right. The Wii U was trash. <laughs> you know, Jeremy, I appreciate you, and I understand the struggle, okay? See? I we, get we, it, We man. get it. We get it. And, yeah, Reddit sucks. That's why I never go on Reddit. So that's... Okay. See? Reddit one sucks. One loose <laughs> slip of the tongue. Yeah, one little post, Game and that's over. it. Reddit's done for you, but... Thank you, Jeremy and Liz and everybody else in the community. You've made 2019 another fun year interacting with all you guys on a weekly basis, some of you on a daily basis. So we look forward to chatting with you in 2020 when we all kick 2020's ass collectively. And, of course, like Christine mentioned, if you want to join this Discord, if you want to hang out with us, go to the website, plusoneplayer.com, or go check out the Twitter, plusoneplayer, and you can find the Discord link and hang out with us. Unless, of course, you're racist, in which case, no voicemails for you. I don't care about your holiday season. I hope your holiday season fucking stinks. And that's that. But all the non-racists, you can come on in. <laughs> so if you guys out there do want to leave a voicemail, whether it's something that you're thankful for over 2019, or perhaps maybe you're going to have some thoughts about this top 10 list that we're going to talk about next, give us a call at 347-509-5620. And with that, let's hop into the topic of episode 108. It's the definitive top 10 list of video games for 2019 2019 turned out to be a pretty impressive year i won't lie it kind of snuck up on me i didn't expect it to be as good as it was compared to 2017 and 2018 but we had we had some good times i i, I gotta say so i think we kind of just need to start it off with one that will unanimously be on there and honestly between the three of us, I think there's a good chance this might end up being the number one. We'll see how the list turns <laughs> out. But I feel like we got to put it out there. The Outer Worlds, that is going to be on the list yeah. for sure. Hell if, yeah. We've definitely discussed the hell out of this game. We <laughs> have. <laughs> and if you want to know why we think it is, listen to the last like five episodes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this, this now generates interest in previous episodes. If this perhaps was your first ever plus one player episode. So good job on us. Look at us. We're, we're really we're really good at this, 108 episodes into it. So The Outer Worlds, <laughs> this is going to be on the list. We know that for a fact. So what we have to do now is what we're going to go around and each of us will throw out a few games and why we think they should be on this top 10 list. So I'd imagine this will probably be games that we've each played. So naturally, we haven't all played the same game, so we'll probably have a nice little variety here. And so I guess we can kind of start it off. So, Matt O, what do you what do you got for a couple of your first entries to the top 10 list? Yeah, so I had a bit of a, a challenging time trying to just kind of narrow it down to three, specifically. Uh, and I decided, like, you know what? What are, like, the three games that stood out to me the most? Like, games that obviously are really good, but also kind of, yeah. like, I remember fondly, like, as being sort of something kind of different. Uh, and for me, and I'm always partial to indie games, so I found three indie games that were, like, that I'd bring to the table. Nice. Uh, the first is Untitled Goose Game. Oh, yes. That is one of mine. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, I think Steve's going to have that up there. But, uh... Oh, yeah. That's making One of the most unique (laughs) games I've played in a very long time. It's it It has that charming art style in, like, so much is, like just humor wise going on without like a single line of dialogue there's no talking it's just 
all of these insane wacky scenarios and all these hijinks by this seemingly normal goose but as we know <laughs> he's much more than that he's an mm. agent of chaos <laughs> yeah pure, possibly a demon. unadulterated evil <laughs> oh but it's just it's so great i just i love like all the puzzles it's very unconventional and how yes. it has you like solve everything because it's basically like it's a very simple task on paper mm-hmm. it's like get the cup and bring it into the lake or whatever and then it's like, okay that's easy but then you realize okay how do i how do we get past this guy or yep. it's like make the farmer fall on his butt and you have to be like oh, how do i you kind of have to experiment with everything around before you mm-hmm. kind of start like all the pieces kind of start falling into place. And you're like, Oh, when you honk, like it startles someone or you can mm-hmm. grab onto the chair and you can move it and he'll like get startled and fall and go to sit in the chair and he'll lay on his butt. And like, there's multiple ways of I like going around some of them too. So, and then like, once you get past all of the initial challenges you get a whole new list of things to like go just go through the whole thing all over again and yep. try to figure those out. It, it felt like to me like a flash game oh, in the yeah. way like that one of it's the old like ones? it's sort of it's like that thing where you're kind of just like bored. So you're like, I'm just going to bring up like a, a addicting and it'll be something like, you know, like that. That you just kind of do. Love addictinggames.com. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's just kind of like this time wasting, relaxing thing. But it's like with the sort of production value of like a full fledged video game. Oh, yeah. So it's like you have like the quality of like the gameplay and like the production design that's like you would never see in that. But that sort of appeal, that like very mm-hmm. niche, like, I just want to be a goose. <laughs> and annoy people and maybe have like actually get some sort of you know satisfaction some sort of like intellectual almost like satisfaction from being like oh wow i, I figured this out i can't believe yeah. like, i figured out how to get this guy to do that and do this and hide from that mm-hmm. and it, yeah so it's it's definitely one of the more satisfying experiences i've had i and agree a couple of my games with all of that, kind of follow that. <laughs> yeah I, that's what like until goose game was definitely on my list and i feel like it, it's going to be up there just because like you said it's one of the more unique games i've ever played you know it's it's such a simple concept but there's just so much to enjoy and there is a little story there like it doesn't seem like there's much like oh you're just kind of this dickhead goose but <laughs> there's a, the ending like i've talked about the ending is one of the coolest endings I, I think i've seen in a video game like it was just one of those ones that gener like it genuinely elicited a response from me that was just pure unadulterated laughing like i couldn't stop like it was one like once it clicked it was like so Mm. that's what this motherfucking goose has been doing it's just (laughs) absolutely hilarious so it's out on ps4 now so if you guys don't for all those out there who don't have a switch and have a ps4 go get this game it's a must play it's on pc too right so I don't know. Yes, I, it it might, yeah, it no, is. Yeah, that's, how, yeah. that's how I yeah. played it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> a lot of options. Yeah. So go out there and get it because it, it's it's a hoot, a honk, uh-huh. if you will. I was gonna it's say a honk. that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's a, it's a hoot and a honk. <laughs> what are what are your other two? <laughs> uh, okay. So my other two. Uh, this one's kind of like I'm gonna count it because okay, it's, it's okay. It would be. I think it's dumb not to. Because uh, technically it's still early access, but like as we know, that basically means the game is out. 
you know, I mean, yeah, player unknown battlegrounds yeah. got the game of the year <laughs> while it was still in early access. Like, whatever. Yep. <laughs> uh, but we game, make the rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is our list and not <laughs> yeah. yours. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Leave an angry voicemail. See if I care. Exactly. <laughs> um, He's just happy to be here. Yeah. Look, I'm just happy to be here, dude. Like, you, know, you can. Uh, but my, my number, uh, my other game is Risk of Rain 2. Now, I don't oh, know if anyone's okay, played yes. that. I, I've seen you play yeah, it. Yeah, you've seen, I know, yeah, Christine knows that. I don't know, Steve, I don't know if you've played it. I haven't all. played it. I have seen the footage of it because yes. I've watched it. I think I've watched you guys because I think there was a time back when we used to stream. Remember that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a time when you guys were streaming it. Yes. And naturally, I've heard you and Matt uh, Martinez talk a good amount about it. So I'm yes. not surprised that this has made your list. I think. There's probably one other. I, I think I know your third game too, but we'll see. Okay, Let's see if I yeah, got it. <laughs> I, I, you should, yeah, if you've been paying attention, <laughs> Ooh. you know already. Sassy. But um, left the breadcrumbs. Yeah, leaving a trail. <laughs> um, but Risk of Rain Two is so much freaking fun. It's like if there's like one word to describe that game, it's just it's just it's fun. Yeah, it's so like frantic. In insane, especially in like the late game, once you're like your character has been transformed into this this demigod, yeah, from like the sheer amount of items you've picked up. Because uh, for those who aren't familiar, like the premise of the game is it's a multiplayer roguelike sort of shooter, where basically you have all these characters to pick from, and all that they're all completely different. They're all, yeah. They all play wildly different from each other. Like one's like a generic like space marine shooter guy. He's got guns and his abilities mostly revolve around different you know ways that he shoots his guns. And there's another that's like a the hunter and she's like an archer with arrows that auto track and a boomerang that like bounces from like different enemies and like she's more fast and like that's what her abilities kind of revolve around. And then you have just these a robot that turns into a car and you can drive <laughs> into people and like he can switch different weapon types. And then there's this magician artificer guy that has like magic powers. And, and then there's an engineer that builds turrets and makes shields and like, and they all it's, they're all come. It's like overwatch. If it was like a, a wave shooter sort of thing where like you have to, go through different levels yeah and basically like there's all these different enemy types that are there's no rhyme or reason to the enemies there's Mm. lizard warriors there's these floating like totem pole things that shoot lasers at you there's these golems made out of stone there's like giant bug monsters and jellyfish that shoot lightning it's like it's just a hodgepodge of random insane enemies and all this time you're fighting them you're picking up items that give you different like boons or abilities or what yeah like this makes you shoot faster this one makes uh (laughs) every other shot like do burn damage this one gives you like a mushroom that like heals you if you stand still and all the while like you're getting those like the stuff appears on your character so it's like you see like the little missile launcher you see like the feather that gives you an extra jump like pop out of your head and like so late in the game like multiple levels in your character is just covered with all of this <laughs> random like crazy insane nonsense and you're basically you're 
almost unstoppable at this point, but the thing is the longer you play, the harder the game gets because the difficulty meter ramps up. So yeah. the enemies do more damage, they have more health, more elite enemies start to spawn, there's more of them. The bosses are like way, way stronger. But it's it's just so even like because there is an end game eventually, like you do get far enough where like you can end the game or you can just keep playing, just have fun. But yeah. like, there is like a way to beat it, but by it, once it gets to that point, the game is just like you never you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, like, you okay. could beat it. You you might be able to. You might be able to get through, or you could just get one shotted, like out of nowhere, which is how most of our games end. We'll think, <laughs> like we, we just got through the previous level and like no problem, and suddenly we get into this, and like a fire breathing like lava worm will come out of the ground and one shot <laughs> immediately let's be like oh watch out for those fire breathing lava lava worms that's a tough one to say yep guess we weren't strong enough <laughs> but it's just like the whole time you are so focused while you're playing you're so focused and you're just clicking constantly and constantly moving and constantly shooting and looking for items and looking for a way to like get away or, or yeah. find something or get some, or like find your friend, or get somewhere quick, and it just never. It from the beginning to when you die, it is nonstop the Jeez. entire time. Yeah, and, that's one yeah. I'm, I still need to check out because I know you guys were uh, yeah. pretty heavy on it. It's it seems like one of yeah. those ones you we, uh, have a you have to have like a good squad with too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like we didn't play for a while, but then like recently, like a week ago, we started playing again, and it's. They actually released a did a huge content update. So like there's oh, a nice. new map, new enemies, new character, uh, and new like items and everything. So we'll have like, to get on that though. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. Especially if you have like a good group of people to play with. It's so mm. much fun. Uh so I guess that brings me to my number one, which uh and I'll say right now, this is my number one for the year. Okay. So, like oh. I think this is was the best game released all year. Uh, that's the Outer Wilds. I knew it. <laughs> Not the Outer Worlds. <laughs> the Outer Wilds, I guess, like in the same way I like Untitled Goose Game, where I said like it's so unique. Yeah. It plays so differently from any other game I've played this year, and it's just the way it challenges you, like as a puzzle game, is so unique, and it absolutely stands out from any game I've really ever played. Yeah. And then just. Aside from that, like gameplay wise, like it's the world it creates, the sort of mystery. Because there's one thing I love is is like mystery and like done right. Mm-hmm. Where like a, usually sort of just be like, oh, what's this? What? Oh, you, like let's go to the next area and find out more. And then this you talk to this character and they'll ex, they'll deliver exposition. But in this, but in the Outer Wilds, everything is on you. Yeah, like you have to figure out everything, like what happened to like this mysterious race why is this like sort of time loop that you're trapped in because the premise is you're the first uh or no you're not the first extraterrestrial explorer but like you you're this alien on this planet and you you're gone in the space program and you're like okay you're our newest explorer get in the ship get out there and you know explore our solar system and while you're at it, like find uh, these other explorers who uh, they've kind of lost contact with, but they're out yeah. there. So you mm-hmm. go out, you find them, you kind of just do whatever you want. This is your first outing, and at one point, like you realize, you, like you look at the sun, and the sun's getting like smaller and darker, 
Mm-hmm. Or no, larger and like red. No, it's getting larger. It's getting larger and also like redder. Okay. And eventually it collapses in on itself and explodes. And then, event, you know, the shockwave inevitably gets to you and kills you. And then you you suddenly, like, you flash back and you see everything you just played played in reverse. And it all goes back to, like, when you first started. And you're sitting, you wake up. Your character wakes up and you're looking at the campfire and you just play the whole thing again. So And it's all 22-minute cycles. So you have 22 minutes every single time where you have to... Like Hartman. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you re- yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, like you retain all the information from the previous trips. Like you go into your um like ship and it shows you all of like your notes where basically like you found this on this planet. You found this on that moon or on here. And basically like you have to piece together everything using the information you've gotten previously. And Yeah, that's I need to I need to get so into this cool. one. And like... then just like yeah, every planet you go is totally different. There's one where it's like Okay, it's a gas giant. You have to get through the atmosphere, and there's big tornadoes, and then yeah. it's higher gravity there, so you can't like jump as high or do like as much with your ship. So and mm-hmm. there's like water, and you have to go under the water, and can you can get into other places like that are inaccessible. And there's another place where like the surface is collapsing, and there's a black hole, or it's like a warp gate in the middle, and you go in there, and then there's like an asteroid. It's and it's the thing is the game is relatively small, like the planets are not that big. The galaxy, like the little like solar system you're in, is not that big, and you can traverse it in your ship fairly quickly. Yeah. But it's crafted in a way where it's like obviously you have a 22 minute cycle, so you can't explore everything at once. You go back and then like see what you missed. It's just so densely packed, though. Yeah. Because like you can't see everything, you can kind of like only get a piece of the puzzle. And then, like, use that information, go back to, like, another area, use what you found. Or, like, oh, it talked about um, how to access, like, these certain uh, gateways and, like, a oh, oh, it's, like, how to go through, like, these portals. Like, um, yeah. which ones, like, you have to take. Because, like, if you go in there, like, there's, like, a place you go where, like, there's just random portals and, like, you can go through them and you'll never know what you're looking for. But then you find something else where it's like you shoot a tracker through it. And then when you go back to that area, you'll realize like you can see where the tracker is and you know which yeah. portals you're supposed to be taking. And it's it's hard to ex- it's kind of hard to explain. It almost game, sounds honestly. like Memento, the video game. Like kind of. Yeah, th- th- that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. of. Yeah, because every day this. you wake up at the start of that day and you like everything just tattooing yeah. things all yeah, over your body. Because everything resets. <laughs> So there's planets where things change on them. Yeah. Yeah, but it resets. Like, one planet, the surface collapses into the middle, but now you go back, the surface is all reset again. There's one planet where, like, there's two connected, and, like, sand goes from one planet to another, so it covers up certain things. So, like, you have to get there quick before it covers up. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, vice vice versa. Get there late to see the other place. I think that (sighs) one's definitely going to make the definitive list just because... I haven't heard a bad thing about it. Like anybody mm-hmm. that's played it has loved it. And from what I've seen, it it looks like the game that I, I'll enjoy just like relaxing and playing, but it's, it's right now it's fallen victim to a backlog that is just never ending. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the, cause it isn't that long to play. I, I mean, if you want to look at guides, they'll expediate it greatly. I recommend you don't. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't. I'd, I'd rather re- try to get I've, through it myself. It's like mm. o, uh, Return of the Overdin. Yeah. 
in the sense that you can look at a guide and it'll get you through, but it you're that's highly detrimental. I, th- I yeah. feel <laughs> to the overall experience because like that sort of eure- it has that eureka factor that I think yeah. mm-hmm. Obra Dinn had, where like you'd suddenly realize like something you overlooked and you're like, that's it. Oh my god! Like that's what I was supposed to be looking for this whole time. Yeah, and I feel like like if you're like a guide, you're kind of miss out on that. But obviously, regardless, even if you do want to do that, I think it's still worth checking it out just for like the world alone and the ending. Like uh, how Goose Game I think had a great ending, like comedically. This has one of the best endings, just in terms of like, I guess like emotional like value. Okay. Just like mm-hmm. it's this very like heartwarming, but like bittersweet ending. That's like I don't want to spoil anymore. Just about by yeah. saying, <laughs> but it's like it's very impactful. It's like all right, the, yeah. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> well, yeah, that one's on the list for sure. So we got you got Goose Game, Risk of Rain Two, Outer Wilds. So that those are the Mado submissions. Given all the love to the Indies, I like that. But Christine, what do you have for your picks? So my first one really shouldn't come as a surprise if you know anything about me. Uh, would be Borderlands 3, <laughs> the long-awaited uh, third game in the beloved Borderlands series. Um, so much fun. Like, wow. Constant updates to the game. The new DLC of the first came out today. I'm playing it tomorrow with my friends. Nice. Honestly, I, I put it on the list because it adds, like, even though I wasn't, like, fully blown away by it, you know, yeah. I still loved, like, the new stuff we learned about Sirens and the more stuff we're going to learn with the new DLCs coming, and the fact that they are actually adding, like, uh, like different raid events and free content throughout, like, the life of the game that they're going to yeah. be doing. And it's such a good gaming experience to have with friends. Like, you just squat up with three of your buddies and play. It's like, jump, you can drop in and drop out whenever you want. Um, and it's really nice to have that connection because I've mentioned this before, but I've played all the other games with three of my friends. So for us, we've been so pumped about this game and being able to play together again. Yeah. So for me, it's like a really personal one. Like I'm very anticipating. And honestly, the games and the new mechanics they've added are really cool. The way the skill trees are is super awesome. And I love the new characters. Fleck is my homie. They're the best. <laughs> they are the best. Um, and having a pet is all I ever want in like any game. So the fact that there's a character with pets is just perfect. So it basically <laughs> just checked all the boxes. You were like, all right, it's still yes. got the same Borderlands feel with some good new additions. Yes. Let's rock. I love like the way you can have the alternate modes on the guns. That's so much fun. It's yeah. like, oh, do I want to have like honing a honing pistol or one that explodes when I reload it? It's so much fun. <laughs> um, my next game Spice might be. Life. Variety is the spice of life. It's it's a nice taste. <laughs> um, my next game might be a surprise, but I know Meadows played it. Uh, also, an indie game called Superland. Uh, I yes. forgot about Superland. Oh my god! <laughs> well, now so... you can remember. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow. So Superland is a really fun exploration puzzle game um, with a ton of hidden secrets, very limited fighting. It is like a platformer mixed with puzzles on like steroids so mm, like a metroidvania like, type thing yeah but yeah, i actually really like this 
I actually really like this one because usually I don't like those. Um, <laughs> you play as like this little like figure in a kid's like toy box or sandbox, and you have to go. You're what well, you play like the red person. You have to go to the blue kingdom, and I don't really want to like spoil anything. Yeah, for it, but oh, yeah. <laughs> what a fun game with really cool hidden stuff and references to pop culture and other video games. It is a freaking awesome game and it's on sale right now until january 2nd for 10 bucks honestly i really i'm not like a platformer puzzle game person too much i used to be when i was younger uh i i loved this game it was so much fun i'm so happy matt recommended it to me i end up getting it and it's a freaking blast like there's so much cool stuff you could do where it's you have to figure out okay how can i solve this puzzle and Matt mentioned the backtracking because you get new power-ups as you go. And it's like, oh, now I can go back and get to that area and see what was yeah. in there and then maybe find more cool stuff. And you can kind of, like, be creative in how you figure out puzzles or ways to maneuver through mm-hmm. the world. Super fun game. Oh, my God. Nice. I, I'm so happy you brought up Superland. Like, <laughs> like I legitimately forgot about that because, yeah, that game's incredible. Because you played that like the beginning of the year, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. That was, like, came like, out very like, early on. I think it came mm-hmm. out in, like, April or June. Mm-hmm. so you know a while ago yeah it's just it's got so many like the story is so like the world is so cute like the whole like all the pop culture references are so spot on and hilarious it's like you find like collectibles that are like dead previous dead adventures and it's all like <laughs> pop culture references. <laughs> yeah it's like a, you find like a he-man adventure and it's like it's like him guy <laughs> and he like, you get his hair like his page boy hat. hair yeah it's a, yeah his page boy hat yeah, and then you meet like an indiana jones character mm-hmm. and you like when you're solving a puzzle involves you like pushing a cube off of like a ledge and when you go back down to where you saw him he's like dead and he's like it looks like he was his head was crossed by a cube <laughs> <laughs> And it's very like, yeah. tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's like Nevada awesome. Joe, like or whatever, <laughs> something like that. Like, but they're all like the bodies you find, or like stuff like that. Very yeah, tongue in cheek, and like uh, again, yeah, I can't, I can't go into the story because the story's like hilarious. It's, it's so good, hilarious and very clever, very cute, and yeah, highly the pu- recommend. Yeah, and like yeah, the puzzles are awesome. Yeah, highly recommend. Yeah, another one of those like very, very satisfying. Uh, puzzle experiences if you're looking for that yeah another indie as well a lot of indie love here strong indie (laughs) here there's a yeah a bunch of things i didn't get to too but yeah Yeah. the past couple of years have been really good indie contenders if origin came out this year that would be on my list um oh for sure last year such a good freaking game i wish i could play it again and my number one which steve i wouldn't be surprised if you had this on your list is Kojima-san's Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, and it's on the list. I would be surprised if it wasn't yes. on his list. Yeah, that would be, that'd, that'd be... I'd be surprised if it wasn't yeah. on my list. <laughs> or I'm not surprised if it's on your list. Uh, damn, what a good game. Yes. I've said this before, because I know there's always like so much smack talking, like, oh, you only like it because you like Kojima. I've played, like, the first Metal Gear game, didn't care for it. I was like, this is not for me. This is stupid. I've heard all the, like, how convoluted his stories are and, like, the cut hours of cutscenes. So I need to just clarify, I'm not a Kojima fan, never have yep. been. But this game seemed really interesting just from what I've been hearing about it. And I like 
really relaxing games. I like single person games. I love a good story and narrative. So I said, you know what? I got a ton of games I'm not playing anymore. I'll trade them in and get the game on sale. So I got it for like 15 bucks. So you know what? After playing it, I would have spent the $60 on it. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> what a great game. The whole strand concept of being like the connectivity where when you unlock parts of the map and then you see other players, their structures, them interacting with yours and helping you build. Holy crap. It's so cool. And I, I'm really attached to my little BB companion. BB. I was so scared of it at first. I'm like, this is so creepy. Yeah, it's but very then, creepy. <laughs> but then, like, as you play, you get connected to it and how, like, cute it is. When you successfully get through BD territory, you just hear it giggling. You look down and BB is giving you thumbs up. Or sometimes BB will be dancing. It's so awesome. Yeah. And even though you're alone... For most of the game, in terms of your, BB is your only companion, you're not traveling with other people. Like, you're not really, because I can't say how many times, like, oh my god, I need to take a rest or something, and I'll see someone's built a safe house that I can go yep. rest in. I'm like, you know what? This is perfect placement. Or you found a really good zip line. Like, thank you to the people who made a zip line for me to get from Mountain On City to the doctor, because I had cargo I couldn't submerge, and I've already gotten swept away in that river once. So yeah, the river, thank you. the river's no joke. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, it hasn't happened and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, shit, I just lost everything. I got to go fetch it. <laughs> yeah. But it wow. truly was, Ugh. like, one of those games that, like, it is, it's incredibly unique. It, like, all the jokes aside about, like, you know, the crazy story and everything like that. Like, all the the ambiguous trailers we got leading up to it. Yeah. And then ended up, like, really hitting it out of the park. Like, the like you were saying, that Strand concept, uh, you know, going into it, he was very vague about, like, what it actually was. Mm -hmm. But, like, once you actually see it in practice, it's one of the cooler multiplayer experiences because you're helping each other out without ever actually seeing each other, which is something that you don't see in, like, any other game. And, like you were saying, like, just that timely moment where it's like, oh, look, there's a climbing anchor when I desperately need to maintain my balance up this hill. <laughs> and it's just because, like, people left the stuff behind and, like, people are actually working, like like you and I have been doing, like, we'll actually be working to, like, build things so that way other people can use them. So... Like I've said in the past, it's one of the few social medias that I like to like log into and like see how my stuff is like help people. Like those are the mm -hmm. likes I actually enjoy receiving because I know that those people liking my shit is because I've done something to help their journey and make it a little bit easier. So yeah, mm -hmm. Death Stranding, it's on there. The soundtrack again, like because you were oh, saying it's very you know so you're very good. secluded, you're alone in this journey, but those moments where it just kicks on at the right time and it's like the right <laughs> song. Oh my god. I highly recommend everybody go get that playlist. It's on Spotify. It's probably on YouTube at this point. Go get it on a rainy good. day too. It's very good on a rainy day. You know, it's if you want to go deliver some soundtrack. packages. It's very appropriate <laughs> thematically to play that every day. It's true. Oh, yeah. And I'm they the also released the update that let you change the text size, which makes yes. me very happy. So everything's a lot easier to read. Um and I know that they are taking like suggestions too. So I'm hoping um, like a feature I would like to see is after you beat the game, you're able to just have like a little MP3 player and play any music you've unlocked. Only after yeah. you beat the story, though, because mm -hmm. that does change the impact of like how they play, interact with how they integrate the music with the story. So for sure. And so honestly, like 
I would recommend this game to everybody yes. just because like I, I, I'm going to say that like it's definitely not for everybody, but I think it's one of those ones that like if you have the opportunity, like kind of like you had where if you can get it at a discount, I know it's been on sale the past couple of days. I think it's only like 35 bucks at certain spots. Yeah, so. it's like $20 off right now. Yeah. So keep an eye out for sales because like if you can experience it for maybe not full price, because like we've said in the past, like, yeah, 60 bucks, it's not always feasible sometimes, mm-hmm. especially around this time when you're buying gifts for all your friends yeah. and family. So if you can find a way to experience it, I highly recommend just to try to see if it is for you, because there have been a lot of people who went into it not expecting to like it, who have come out and told me that they really enjoy it. So. Me. <laughs> it's 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 an enigma like it's such a weird game the story at times is like what the <laughs> fuck is happening but at the end of the day that gameplay like it, it is a satisfying gameplay loop like it's sometimes the combat can be a little wonky because that's yeah. not really what the game is designed for you can but avoid some of it you though. can I've, yeah i've done almost completely passive so far so yeah there's always ways around it and no matter your skill level too that's the thing they too they made it very accessible no matter like what you're looking for if you're looking for an intense challenging experience you get that if you're looking just to experience the world and the story you can have that mode as well so go get death stranding because yes. yeah, that was definitely one of the ones I had. I ha- I prepared a few games because I knew we'd probably overlap on a couple things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we got seven games because the Outer Worlds we already put up there. That that's there. We got the Outer Worlds on there. So I got three more. I got to throw out. This is tough because right now I have a list of five, so I got to narrow this down. It's very difficult. <laughs> well, you could mm-hmm. pick three and then do two honorable mentions. I think I think I'll, I will have to do the honorable mentions, and the honorable mentions are going to go to Far Cry New Dawn and Days Gone. Far Cry New Dawn was easily one of the better Far Cry games I've played. I love Mm -hmm. Far Cry. It's it's almost bananas to think that that game came out this year. It came out back in, like, February. But I absolutely loved that game. The story was awesome. The characters were so cool. It gave us a closure on 5 that we didn't get in 5. And it was only 40 bucks, so I like that they weren't charging the full 60. I know, you know, it's only 20 bucks, but still, it's 20 bucks. I I can use that for something else. It does. But I still felt like I got a $60 experience only paying 40 if that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I love Far Cry New Dawn. I love the mechanics they add. They kind of made it a little bit more like an RPG light. So it's still not like a heavy RPG by any means. But they gave you some more customization, some like different like level up options. And they did this thing where they changed it so when you would like clear a safe house or clear one of the outposts, you could redo it at a higher difficulty to get better loot. And so there were, like, three different tiers that you could do that. So I thought that was pretty cool replay value. So that way, like, once you start started getting better weapons and equipment, you could increase the difficulty on those outposts and, outposts and then put all your new gadgets to the test and see how they'd fare. So mm. Far Cry New Dawn gets a shout-out. And then Days Gone because, like I had talked about previously, it took a while for me to warm up to it, but once it kind of it kind of clicked everything was just like this game is really enjoyable uh, i do have every intention of actually going back now if they've added it i want to do a new game plus um, because they've actually changed it so you can reset hordes and outposts so like oh, once nice. you've cleared a horde you can go and reset it and honestly that was one of the coolest things i loved about that game like i loved hunting hordes once you mm-hmm. got yourself outfitted appropriately it was a lot of fun trying to take out the hordes. So both of those get an honorable mention for me. I highly recommend both. If you're a Far Cry fan and you haven't played New Dawn, 
get out there and play it. And if you got yourself a PlayStation 4, go check out Days Gone. It's definitely not in like, you know, the, the upper echelon of like PS4 exclusives, but still a very good game. Good open world experience, fun little motorcycle customization, some interesting dialogue choices. Uh, I'll say that. <laughs> it's just, it's mostly the volume of the voice, just like I've talked about, very random shouting. I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, <laughs> still an enjoyable experience. So now my last three. I got a couple indies on here, so I'm going to go with those two first. Ape Out. I fucking oh. loved Ape Out. And I, again, it's another out. one that like I kind of forgot came out this year, but I ended up getting it on sale, super cheap. Very happy I got it. The soundtrack is so cool. It's kind of just like almost like like a swing soundtrack, but it's just like random scatting. So like as you're kind of going through the levels and causing mayhem as this ape and like throwing people into each other, throwing people out of windows and just like chucking doors at individuals. It's just like kind of scatting along to you. It's like little drums, like da da pa, and it's just like really, really good. And they make it so there is some replay value because once you beat the main one, it kind of gives you like a, a tougher version of some levels. It gives you new levels with harder enemies, a little bit more to kind of figure out strategy wise. And the ending. This is another one. These indie games just keep having these endings that stick with you one way or another. I don't want to spoil this one because it's. It was like a jaw-dropping ending after all you experience with this ape and, and to see how it ends. Mm-hmm. It's something to behold, but I can't recommend Ape Out enough. Like That was one of those ones that I just started to pick up, couldn't stop playing, was having a great time with it. Um, so yeah, Matto, because Matto, I know you were talking about playing that. You got you got to do it. You got to get out there and do it. <laughs> oh, man. I got so many indies that I like really dropped the ball on because i was like there's so many came out and like, it's tough I got to so, it's so few tough. of them yeah it's so like tough ape out uh disco elysium was another one which i've heard yeah very very it good took home plenty of uh awards so i know and i've meant to get to it just never i know did. those are the ones i need to check out next and then my next indie is katana zero i really enjoyed it i thought it was People, I feel like people were trying to like look at it as like this year's Celeste or this year's like Messenger, and it's not really what it was going for because it's not the same type of game. Mm-hmm. Because it really relies on the the rewind mechanic, like everything's a one shot death, and so if you die, the the mission rewinds and you start from scratch, and basically just have to figure out how to the easiest way to get to the level without getting killed. But the story is it's nice because. On the surface, you think it's kind of like this basic like ninja story, and then you kind of start seeing what it's really all about, and it's a little mm-hmm. bit like psychological, which I thought was a nice little touch. Right. The soundtrack was pretty good because, again, it's like that chiptune music, but each level that you would do would have its own song attributed to it. Mm-hmm. I love that. It gave each level its own unique feel, and I also loved at the end when you completed a level, it would rewind and then show you your tape pretty much so you can yeah. kind of watch yourself go through it without all like the slowing time because that's a that's a big mechanic is you're able to slow time to kind of go through and, and take out the enemies but when right. it would replay the level for you it wouldn't show the slowdown mechanic so i thought that was kind of cool so you could see it in real time mm. i loved that game like i once i picked it up i just couldn't put it down played it to completion i think within like a day because mm-hmm. it was just one of those like super addicting games. It, it was an easy learning curve. Like once you kind of figure out a few things, like there there weren't many things. I think it was maybe like three or four buttons that you use total for the whole thing, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. So that's another one. Katana Zero. Go out there, play it. 
And my last one, I feel like this is obvious. I've talked about this all year. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fucking I was, amazing. I was thinking you'd have that. I'm like, you know, if he doesn't have that, I'd be really surprised. Yeah, I, I <laughs> it's up there because, like I've said all year, this game is awesome. It is everything you could hope for in a remake because it completely reinvented the game from the ground up. It made it a completely different experience. You still had the same like fear and tension going around the halls, but... The over-the-shoulder camera, just everything. It looked gorgeous. Yeah. They they polished everything that needed to be polished. And now I'm just super excited that we got a remake of the third one coming oh, out, yeah. too. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hell cash yeah. in. Yeah, cash in. I don't care, Capcom. Milk this for all it's <laughs> worth. Give it, Give us all the remakes. Who cares? But it, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to, to dabble with three. But I played through two, I think, four times. I just re-downloaded it on my PS4 because I recently just got an external hard drive for it. So. Oh, nice. I got like 40 games on this thing. It's crazy. <laughs> so now I, I want to go back and do a couple more playthroughs just because I kind of got that itch and like I just want to experience it again. But the fact that like it came out at the end of January, right around Kingdom Hearts time, and, and like it's stuck, you know? Like people have been mm-hmm. talking about Resident Evil 2 Remake so much all year that <laughs> now they got the third one coming out. Although they were probably working on the third one like oh, when yeah. they finished the second one. Yeah, honest. yeah, <laughs> yeah. honestly. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we That's have... Awesome. We have a pretty suitable list here. Mm-hmm. So, w- out of order here, this is what we have. We got The Outer Worlds, Goose Game, The Outer Wilds, Borderlands 3, Superland, Risk of Rain 2, Death Stranding, Ape Out, RE2 Make, and Katana Zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, uh, I concede to having Risk of Rain at number 10. Okay. Uh, not uh, not only because like it's technically early access, it's not yet finished, uh, it's also like specifically like multiplayer central like okay. if you don't have a group of friends to play it with then you know it's kind of a you're wasting your time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah so i'll concede to that okay i'll put that at number 10 so we got risk of rain 2 sitting at number 10 so what are we gonna put at number nine so i wouldn't i wouldn't be opposed to throwing something like probably like ape out around there i feel like ape out probably settle around nine eight or nine all right i've never played it so i can't you know (laughs) but i would trust your word for it it's yeah it's a great game but i think that you know it's it's a a great one it's a great game but but, you know but like yeah compared to some of these other ones (laughs) number eight what are are we thinking like maybe superland eight i would actually put superland before borderlands three personally oh really so yeah no i really love borderlands three don't get me wrong but i think Superland did something new. Okay. You know, so I'm okay putting Borderlands 3 at 8. All right. So we're going to toss Borderlands 3 here at 8. This is good. Now we're at 7. I would say we should probably throw Superland at like 5 or 6 because if they're Mm. they're doing some new things, they're an indie. So let's throw them at 5. Let's throw them right in the middle. Mm -hmm. Superland sitting at 5. So we got 7 and 6 here. All right, so now we got The Outer Worlds, Goose Game, Outer Wilds, Death Stranding, RE2 Make, Katana Zero. I, so we're doing six and set. We're seven and six. six we're six, seven and yeah. six right now. Okay. I, I would probably throw Katana Zero at seven. I, I was going to say that, yeah. Okay. So we got Katana Zero, seven. I think I would put Goose Game at six. All right, so we throw Goose Game at six. And then we got four, three, two, one. We so got... Yeah. The Outer Worlds, The Outer Wilds, Death Stranding, and the RE2 make. Okay. Well, 
I will say we've all played. This is where it gets contentious. This is where it gets contentious now. (laughs) This is tough. We all play (laughs) Outer Worlds, and we all agree it's fantastic. Yes. So at the very least, we've at least all played that one. Mm -hmm. I would say that would be. I'd put that four. Really, I was gonna say Upper Echelon. Like really? Three, I know. Like three, three or above. I was, I was, I was thinking Outer Worlds had a strong chance of being number one with us. Well, which one? <laughs> we'll I was gonna see. say, would you put it above any of the other? Like, uh, it's RE2 tough or because mm-hmm. honestly, the Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, and RE Two make are probably my top three, and it, it's trying to put them in a specific order that is the most difficult thing. Yeah. Now, I, I, I can't speak for the Outer Wilds. I know it's a great game. Right, yeah, but, it's tough. So that's I'm the only one tough. that's played it. I, yeah. I, I, but like, I, I contend like that is my number one. Of okay, game. yeah. So why don't we? Why don't you know what? Let's put the Outer Wilds at two. I think that's fair. Yeah, okay. we'll throw the Outer Wilds at two because I because it's not only you. I've heard literally from every single it's other that person that's played this game that it's absolutely incredible. I've only heard good things. So exactly, I'm not gonna. Honestly, I would say mine would be. Outer Worlds 1, Outer Wilds 2, Death Stranding 3, RE2, 4. Okay. That would be my list. I think I would probably... I'd probably be very similar. This is tough because now it's like switching... Because I think the Outer Worlds is going to get my number one as well for a it few reasons. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Like I, Oh, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm totally fine with putting Outer Worlds number one. Okay. I've like, been I would wanting not like a solid rpg experience that reminded me of fallout that wasn't like yeah meh (laughs) like i liked (laughs) fallout 4 but it was very like i don't know didn't like fully get that it felt like too combat-y for me yeah like this came out and i was just like oh this is great and it had a lot of the gimmick stuff that's the problem (sighs) with like fallout i got too gimmicky where it's like build your base and make this and have your followers like give you a mission and just like it just got more annoying and like tedious than it was fun well i would also agree that the outer worlds was just when i look back in 2019 if i am trying to find a game that i just was having a good time playing from start to finish that is, it's honestly between like that and the Resident Evil Two remake because, mm-hmm. like I said, with Death Stranding, there's a there's a part in there where I was, as big of a Kojima fan as I am, I was like, mm-hmm. come on, let's let's pick up the pace a little bit. <laughs> I was never feeling that with Resident Evil Two or The Outer Worlds. Um, however, the reason right. I put Death Stranding higher than Resident Evil Two is just because Death Stranding does something completely new, and so yeah. I do think Resident Evil Two being yeah. remake that definitely hurts a little bit warrants like some recognition. For sure, just by like going so far outside of like the the trodden ground. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, really? yeah. <laughs> so I think we're all in agreement that the Outer Worlds is game. It's game of the year for 2019 for us. I that's guess. that's our game of the year because it's pure joy. The writing is incredible. It's it's an RPG for people who are really looking for an RPG. And I know Disco Elysium fans don't don't jump on us. We yeah, that's one we all have so said we got to play. Don't worry, none we're, of us have played it. We'll get there. So There's sorry. too many games. <laughs> However, the Outer Worlds, like the the acting was phenomenal. The the characters were they're memorable. You know, you wanted mm-hmm. to interact with them. You wanted to have conversations with them. 
And the fact that it was a game that basically put combat on the back burner and was like, look, we want you to really experience this world. It's a smaller open world, but I think the biggest thing about it is it really respected our time. Like it didn't force us to devote, you know, 70 to 100 hours into it. It's like, no, get through it in like 30, 25, 30, you'll be good. And it was great because it was it was a, a fluid experience from start to finish. I was just had a smile on my face the whole time. There was never a part that I was just like, all right, you know, this is kind of dragging. Like it, it all felt like it was a well told story. There was there were no loose ends, and I loved the ending. I thought the ending was cool because you could experience multiple. But I loved the way they closed it all out by giving you kind of that. La- those like parting words for each of your surviving characters. I thought that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Good. I can't wait to do another playthrough. Same here. Mm-hmm. That's definitely on the list of things I got to do. So this is I here we go from <laughs> from ten to one. <laughs> I did ten... some more. I did some See? more. I did play some more. But... He's working on it, Not folks. Yeah. Don't worry. It's from ten to one. This is the definitive 2019 list. So we have Risk of Rain two at number ten, Ape Out at number nine, Borderlands three at number eight. Katana Zero at 7, Untitled Goose Game at 6, Superland at 5, Resident Evil 2 Remake at 4, Death Stranding at 3, The Outer Wilds at 2, and The Outer Worlds at (laughs) 1. Hell yeah. It's a pretty good list. All great games. There are a few on there that I have to play myself, but all in all, they're all great. And a lot more that we wish we could have fit on there. Yeah. It's tough. You know, There's we too got many lives games. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> Outside of this, I'm not always happy to be here. <gasps> yeah, happy so what? Be, sometimes I'm happy to be other places. See, he's got other places. He's got. He's a happy guy. He's got to be other places that he has to be happy. Like but, when we go see Star Wars tonight. <laughs> yes, I'm seeing it Sunday. Well, I'm we'll looking see. forward to <laughs> we'll it. See I, how happy I, am. I haven't been spoiled yet, so I'm excited. I'm excited. Same. The internet's been good so far. So, to all you Star Wars fans out there this weekend, enjoy it. I hope. Uh, I hope you like. I hope it's everything you hope for. And I hope that you just stop fucking complaining about the Last Jedi online. God damn it. <laughs> Those, just everybody complaining about The Last Jedi and everybody complaining about release the Snyder Cut, we should just put them on a fucking island where they can just <laughs> shout at each other because they're the fucking worst. Anyway, sorry. It's been building. <laughs> you okay, Steve? No. Uh, but if you folks out there have anything to say about our top ten list, maybe there's some games on there that you haven't played and that you'd like to play, or if you have any suggestions for what should have made the top 10 list, give us a call at 347-509-5620. And with that, it looks like it's time to wind down episode 108. So 2019, we have one episode left next week. We did the top games of 2019, but next week, guess what? It's not in the last episode of the year. It's the last episode of the fucking decade. So we're going to do the best games of the decade. I'm really excited about that because honestly, it's been a hell of a 10 years. There's so many games going to be a good conversation. So tune in, make sure you're tuning in next week. It'll be a good time, but thanks for tuning in this week. And like we said earlier, whatever you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, whatever it is, we hope it's a happy and a healthy holiday season for you and yours. We hope that you get some cool gifts or if you don't even exchange gifts, maybe just have a great meal with some good friends and family. Like I said, maybe make some new friends. So if you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode, make sure you go on whatever podcast service you listen to us on. Give us a like, subscribe to us, write us a review. It goes a long way, and we really appreciate the support. 
And if you like this, follow us on social media at Plus One Player on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the website, plusoneplayer.com. And like Christine mentioned, come and join that Discord. Link is on the website. Link is on the Twitter bio. We have a great group of folks. We'd love to have you, unless, of course, you're racist, in which case I hope you choke on a turkey bone. <laughs> you turkey? You turkey? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we close out episode 108. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed making it for you. And as always, wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, we appreciate you, and we will talk to you all very soon. Bye.